Okay, I am. I'm. I feel like we're pretty much already warmed up. Yeah. Hello, dear listener. Christ, God, it's been a doozy of a day so far. Really good recording session. I got sexy new headphones, and God fucking damn it, do not give Razer any of your money if you're a gamer or otherwise. Because they played me, they will make you download bonus software. Turns out it's bloatware, and it fucked all my shit up. I had to do a system restore so that I could actually get my goddamn laptop to work. Uh, and it still fucked up my settings to where I can't use my old uh, audio software. It's gender swap. Oh, goodness. I'm going to have to cut out the part about the what you're imbibing, if I can. I may just have it, like, slowly, just, like, the volume goes down and then the music starts. <laughs> like, I don't even have a chance to react. <laughs> because you just kind of went. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, you went. So, there's your cold open. Christ, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings, one of which who wants giant bouncing bazongas, the other of which is not such a fan. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them, and she, her. And my name is Stevie, and I use he, they pronouns. So how'd you like that intro? Really delighted. Just saying, I'm not a fan. Listen, that's false. I'm a I'm a massive fan of titties. Just not necessarily on my chest, but overall. Okay, that's fair. Wild proponent of huge, juicy, bouncing belongas. See, there, there we go. Well, I said bazongas, but belongas. I like that too. Belongas is another good one. I like just kind of smashing syllables that start with B together and saying that that's titties. I mean, pretty much. Titties are a very B kind of. They look like a. They look like they should be a word that starts to be boobs. Yeah, it's like how you can take any, really any noun and add ed at the end, and it sounds like a euphemism for drunk. Like I saw a Tumblr post, I was like, you could say I got absolutely hangered last night, and that sounds like you got drunk. Really, yeah. any like any any noun. Any noun. I got absolutely candled last night. Well, that sounds like I smoked, but it sounds like you're you got fucked up somehow. Yeah. I got completely dildoed last night. Well, that's different. That's not that. See, it's a, see that that doesn't sound like you're it's, getting hammered. See, it sounds like some kind of vice, though. It certainly sounds like some vice. No, it does. It does <laughs> sound like a certain. It explicitly sounds like a certain kind of vice. Oh, oh, very much so. You can you can guess which one out of that list. <laughs> which, by the way, dear listener, we are completely warmed up because while we were having to sort out Stevie's issue. We got a chance to chat and all that, and I had to really bite my tongue because I have so many things I want to talk about. I was very excited to talk about, oh, and I already spoiled one where I told Stevie about the early internet and the history of shareware and all that, and I could repeat all of that for you right now, but Wikipedia is free, and I don't feel like saying it again. I highly recommend it. If you're not like a, a connoisseur of the early internet and you weren't a dinosaur who was there for it, I highly recommend oh, you thanks. go look into <laughs> I highly recommend you go into it because my favorite YouTube comment to uh, to what my favorite youtube commentators to binge right now are like early internet archivists and historians and it's so good learning about just it's like you say the wild wild west that was uh, the early internet so i feel like that's really fun there's a lot of cool stuff to be found there given that there were no laws no gods no mastered and no fucking corporations yeah it was actually the early internet was very communist being built on shareware but i'm not going to get into that again because we have other more pressing matters such as 
Stevie, what did you have for breakfast? Breakfast update, 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 breakfast update. Okay, so I really wanted a blueberry bagel, right? Um, I did Instacart last night, so I got my groceries delivered. I know, it's always something, right? Like, it, I, I'm already, like, pissed off about what I had for breakfast. Um, I Instacarted last night, and I said, please give me six of Thomas's pre-sliced blueberry bagels, right? And that's branching out for me, because I don't really do sweet bagels. I normally do everything bagels. Um, but I decided to branch out, and I went with blueberry. Not cinnamon raisin, because I had them too much growing up. I am absolutely just just done with cinnamon raisin bagels because I had them for years and I don't like them anymore. And they were out of Thomas's uh, six pack of pre-sliced blueberry bagels um, and I didn't see the shoppers replace the suggestion in time and when they arrived, guess what it fucking was? Cinnamon raisin goddamn bagels. So instead of going with a different brand of blueberry bagels, the shopper got the same brand, different flavor. In what fucking world? Is that going to be the reasonable replacement for six of Thomas's pre-sliced blueberry bagels? The gods are fucking you coming and going on this one. Absolutely. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I had some raisin bagel with cream cheese, and I think I also had a cheese stick somewhere in there. And I had Kratom the second I woke up because I played kind of a spooky game last night. I'll get into that later. So it's been a turbulent evening for me. Well, uh, you know what I had for breakfast? What did you have for breakfast? I had a bag of chips that tasted like a fried egg. Do you care to elaborate at all? This has been Breakfast Update. <laughs> well, what flavor chips? I want to know. <laughs> I just said it was fried egg. They were fried egg flavored? Yeah. What the fuck? So there's this company that you can like sign up for a box and like they send you a box every month from a different country and it's their snacks. Oh. So these, if I remember right are like Turkish or something. They're from Turkey. And they're, they're these, these these potato chips, and they taste exactly like a fried egg. That's so fascinating. It is amazing. I like that you looked at that bag of fried egg chips and said, that's close enough to breakfast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. None of the effort on my part. And the thing was, you know, prior to last night, I had never had them before. And uh, was genuinely, like, surprised that it tastes... No joke, exactly like a fried egg. It is a miracle of modern science or some kind of necromancy. I don't Truly. know. We went to the uh, Asian market oh a couple months ago because I decided I wanted to learn how to make sushi. Turns out sushi is pretty easy to make, and I had an extremely fun time with it. Um, oh, can you show me? Because I have the worst time. Yes. I can, I can never get the roll to stay together. Gotcha. You need the, the rolly mat. Do you have the little bamboo mat? I do. Yeah, somehow it's been working for me, although I will admit I tend to make them, I can't remember what it's called, but instead of the rice on the outside, I do make the, um, I do put the seaweed on the outside, but I also found a recipe for the perfect sushi rice, and that has been so good for making it. Um, so I figured That's out how- That's probably my problem. I'll send I'm you the recipe the because rice it is, yeah. it's stellar. It's like the perfect flavor. It's perfectly sticky, super helpful. Also rice vinegar, we needed that. Um, so we went to the Asian market to get that actually, but they also had tomato-flavored chips. Huh. I've had those. Just tomato. And you know what? It yep. did not really taste like tomato, but they were tasty. They tasted a little bit like chicken to me. Not tomato, though. We got some chips. Uh, I think it was from the Spain box from this company, which I don't remember the name of the company right now off the top of my head. But if I did, I still wouldn't say it because, you know, you got to pay us. No free advertising. No free advertising. Only reason we're going to say the name of a company is if, like, they ruined Stevie's laptop like Razor. Yeah, so, fuck Razor. Listen, Razor, if you want me to Razor. say something nice about you, 
fix my laptop, give me a new headset that doesn't have shitty software attached to it, and also give me, I'll be generous, solid 50k for emotional distress, then we'll talk. Sons of bitches. Exactly. Also, I get some of that emotional distress money because I had to watch Stevie go through it. But anyway, to get back to the uh, point of what I was going to say, we got some uh, tomato-flavored chips that were from the Spain box, I think. And actually, no, no, it was, it was uh, ketchup-flavored. Oh. And they were delicious. They tasted like a, a kind of like a barbecue-flavored uh, chip. It was really good. I think maybe that's what we got. Because I, I remember, like, it was it had a tomato on it, but I think it actually might have been ketchup. Because I remember thinking, barbecue chicken. Interesting. We might have had the same one. Was it Lay's? No, it wasn't Lay's. It was, okay. like, some company out of Spain or something. Okay, okay. But, um... Interesting. Yeah, it's really tasty. But, yeah, all of this has been breakfast update and then some. So, I'd like to move on to uh, another recurring segment that we try to do. I'm going to actually get the name right. Oh, Because yeah. I haven't gotten it right the past two recordings. Did, ha- wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Don't we only have two recordings so far? Yes, I've never gotten the name right. Um, Which one? This Week in Transit. This Week in Transit. What have you been calling it? I keep saying This Week in Trans. You fool. You've ruined the pun twice now. I know. It's Man, the worst. That probably and now we've made, explained the pun. Yeah, that probably made the little drop of traffic really damn confusing for people. That, that That's what happened. They were confused by, I, I just don't get it. I keep saying This Week in Trans. And it's not a reference to anything. It's silly. And yet he plays traffic noises behind it. Very jarring and unpleasant for the listener, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so This Week in Transit, mm. huh, I got the name right. I saw a video. On um, TikTok, I wanted to talk about. Mm. It was honestly uh, like a super disturbing video, if I'm going to be honest. And it, this person was wearing uh, these red booty shorts, a uh, a tank top that was uh, a little bit, you know, lower cut. Mm-hmm. Um, some shades that looked like the shades themselves had some problems with age of consent laws in various states. Oh, yeah. And they were also wearing a bucket hat. God damn and it. And this Do- person had a... This person had apparently gotten it all from Teletubbies. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> Don't slander the name of the good, good Teletubbies bucket hat. I'm going to put it on right now. <laughs> well, now I'm upset. Oh, you have no idea how hard it was to keep from laughing during that entire delivery. Oh, my God. I've literally been practicing that line all day. <laughs> do love do love you planning your bits. That is deeply upsetting. Uh, well, now I'm very curious about it. Uh, you said, you said like it, it was disturbing or alarming, and I was like, "Oh shit, is that the video of someone being beheaded that I've heard about that's circulating TikTok?" I've never what seen the it. Hell? Yeah, I didn't think that was true, but I keep hearing about it. I've never seen it. It has not gotten nowhere near close to my. Yeah, and then I'm like, "Well, what the what the fuck is happening then?" Because like it might be an urban legend at this point. Just kind maybe. of because I only hear about it in context. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've never heard anybody just like talk about it outright, but they'll talk about it in reference to TikTok randomly banning people, which they're really good at, like for non-offenses. And then when people are talking about it in online spaces, they'll go, but they have people who are like showing their whole ass or pretending to finger blast the person watching it, which is very distressing. And it's usually straight men. It's always straight men doing it. Who am I kidding? It's, oh God, it's very, it's a very distressing trend. Um, and the video of the dude being beheaded that's been circulating. I'm like, no, 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 go back to that part. 
Go back to that part because they just say like uh, it's in a list of things that TikTok should ban but won't, but they're banning all these other people. And I'm like, no, no, I hear you and I agree, but go back to that. Go back to that. What Here's the, fuck? the thing. We were just talking about the early internet. Yeah. I've seen a few beheadings in my time. That's that's horribly distressing. I've heard about like gore sites and stuff. That's so distressing. You could just come upon that stuff. Oh my god. Yeah, in the early internet, you could just kind of stumble onto some unexpected things like that. I have seen quite a few um, dead bodies on the early internet. But honestly, the only thought that was running through my head while you were describing these other people was, you're so weak. No, fuck Back in my day, back in my day, you could be looking for something completely unrelated and come across photos of horrible car accidents with bodies. God damn. Yeah, like just, just boom, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Listen, it doesn't mean it's any better when a straight man is lip syncing to a Dua Lipa song and then licks his middle two fingers and pretends to jam him underneath the camera. What the fuck are you doing? That is not how it works. That is not what you do. And yeah, do not gross. do it to me. Please. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is really gross. Horrifying. But I digress. <laughs> but we digress. So talking about your, uh, your drip, as the kids say these days... I'm actually wearing, look at this. I'm gonna stand up real quick, sorry for my squeaky chair. Um, the Teletubbies bro tank, the gender euphoria I feel right now. Oh my God, it's stellar stuff. Turns out this is the first bro tank I have owned, now that I'm thinking about it, since I uh, realized I was trans. I'm now realizing that. I've had regular tank tops, but I haven't tried to wear a bro tank since high school and I was very insecure then. And so I would wear like, a tank top under it because mom wouldn't let the the sides of my body nope. show which you, you know it is what it is um, but not just the bra because all my friends would just wear a bra under them so i had to like i wore a tank top and i was also very insecure so it's just as well um but I, and i would like tie it up because i still want it to show my figure which isn't what bro tanks are known for really so i looked dumb as hell but but that was the last bro tank i have owned so this from teletubbies no less you know, wow, they've just got the whole sides cut out. My whole torso is hanging out. I got a sports bra on. And honestly, I feel like a very confident little man. It's quite stellar. So then I took, I got a couple of like cheap t-shirts from Target, like a Rolling Stone one, a uh, Prince one, really good stuff. And so I started chopping the sleeves off my t-shirts. It's great. I love it. Oh dear, what has this awoken in you? Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. I'm now realizing again, just how teen boy that sounds like. Yeah, yeah, I just discovered bro tanks. I'm chopping all the seeds off my t-shirts that my mom bought me. Like, I sound like a piece of shit right now. <laughs> I sound like I probably, like, <laughs> between classes, I, like, go and smoke a joint that my friend brought behind the dumpster and then pretend like my eyes aren't, like, red and watering during algebra class. But, you know, what can you do? You can have gender euphoria. That's what you can do. Indeed. So, about those sunglasses. Yeah, talk to me about those. Oh, my goodness. They are awful. Now, this could also, did you not hear the part in the bit where I said the sunglasses look like they had issues with the age of consent laws in every state? No, I quite heard you. I just didn't want to interrupt. Do you care to explain? I think that's pretty self-explanatory. No, what, were they Teletubby sunglasses? No, there were sunglasses that somebody had given you. You specifically said at the start of the video, oh, these sunglasses were somebody gave me blah, 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 blah. And you put them on and you're like, I think that works quite well. I need to explain to you that I did not realize you were talking about my video until five seconds ago. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I thought you were referencing some random video, which is gonna explain my reaction much better. And now I am deeply insulted and highly tempted to disconnect this Discord call. You piece of shit. I look so goddamn good. I was like, you know, this this outfit sounds pretty familiar. I was like, red booty shorts. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, the bucket hat was from. I thought that out of everything you'd listed, oh the god. the bucket Daddy. hat was the only thing that this stranger on the internet had gotten from Teletubbies and now I am now Jesus reacting Christ. with the proportionate amount of rage and I feel like a fool and I would like to request that you edit this all together to make it seem like I got the joke in the first place because otherwise I'm going to look like a dumb little twink on the internet my microphone is peaking and I'm going to shit myself right now oh my god I did not laugh that long it's so long I want to hang up on you. I'm so angry right now. Um, the sunglasses. Wait, which sunglasses? Oh, oh, don't be mean about my sunglasses. They were, <laughs> I was trying to remember which ones I was wearing in the video. It's the cute little yellow heart ones. Now, uh, well, okay, well, now I see what you're saying. Oh. I also exaggerated a bit in my description because I wanted to see, like, the original point of this was I wanted to see how long it would take you. I didn't expect it to take you that long I'm because I'm so it, it, upset. Oh god, I'm so mad. At my an contact earlier point, is falling I out. thought we already knew because I said when I jumped to Stevie, you got some Teletubby stuff. I thought that was going to be the clue that. Well, I thought that my tie-in was just that this random video you saw had the same bucket hat as me. <laughs> I no. sound so stupid. And listen, my drip in that video was off the fucking chain. I looked like a madman, but I looked like a happy little madman. My contact is falling out because I'm so mad. Um, oh, my God. But, but, even the red booty shorts. Listen, again, back to the body image issues thing with the bro tank. Wouldn't have been allowed to wear shorts really much higher than half thigh, which, you know, whatever. Um, but these are the... <laughs> They were like, what size are you? And I was like, across the board, XL. And they were like, what if we're out? Can we send a large? And I was like, well, I would prefer a double XL, but I guess large is okay otherwise. And they took that as cool. We're going to send you everything a size a little bit too small. And I was like, that's not going to stop me from wearing the sexy Teletubbies booty shorts. <laughs> and now I just can't stop wearing them and it's great. Damn, I can't get over the fact that not only did I, I ruin your joke for you, that I'm going to look no, like an didn't. idiot on the internet once again. You made it even better. Oh, fuck Oh, my off. God. You made fuck it you. so much better. Fuck you. Oh, man. I'm going to keep in me cackling in the background Shit. of that entire rant. Shit. No, it is grade A content they're cute sunglasses fuck off listen maybe if you I had a pair of heart-shaped glasses in every I color of actually, the rainbow maybe then I you would see it i didn't actually mean it i was just being <laughs> mean to see what your reaction was gonna be <laughs> yeah the sunglasses are fine they're but... so cute they're like little hippie glasses and i put a shit ton of them on my wish list because i i got pink ones uh at the oh it was actually new year's eve uh, 2019 to 2020 uh, was given to me. So the first photos of me in 2020 are me and my cute little, this is before I came out as trans, before I realized I was trans, to be fair. I knew I was like, I, I described it as experiencing mild gender fluidity, but I just wouldn't, I, I would never look any deeper than that. And I was like, something is fluid there, but that's not for me to know. And then I move right on. So uh, yeah. I was wearing 
little little skinny jeans and I was wearing my little white button down and a black blazer. I looked good as hell and then one of my friends gifted me a pair of pink heart-shaped sunglasses and I felt like Elton John. I was like, I am God himself. This is amazing. And so I looked so confident and so cute. And then I was like, anyway, time to just start collecting these like a fucking madman. So I put and a fuck ton go. of them on my Amazon wish list. And because it's the cheapest item on my Amazon wish list, people have been sending me those. And it's so cute. And it turns out that when people want to mail me something that's not on my wish list, all they have to do is put something from the wish list in their cart and then add on everything else they want to send. So they can send oh. whatever they want, basically, because P.O. boxes are really expensive. So I've been putting off setting one up. But that's the way that people have been sending them. So they'll buy the sunglasses and then six boxes of Rice Krispie treats. That's a true story. I'm no, you've you mentioned. I'm still um, working through them. Now it's time to move on to the news. So the first news item: Jeff Bezos is going to shoot himself into space on a rocket. We might as well fuck that guy. Well, right? I'm worried that he actually wants to come back down too. I feel like there's so many points along the way that that could go so poorly. And so I'm just excited to see, you know? I mean, you know, anything can happen. It's a it's a roll of the dice. Yeah. And honestly, his company, Blue Origin, has not been nearly as successful as SpaceX. In fact, they've had um, quite a few uh, failures, shall we say. The flight that Jeff Bezos is going to be on, and he's taking his younger brother, Mark, uh, if you've ever seen pictures of them, they look very similar. Time but, to um, look it up. This is my one episode, uh, one, once per episode Google search. Jeff and Mark Bezos. It's only Jeff showing up. What the fuck? Fine, I'll look up Mark Bezos. Damn. <laughs> what the fuck? What? They look the same. <laughs> I told you. Hey, wait, I think the reason I thought it was just Jeff Bezos showing up was because <laughs> I couldn't tell them apart. What? Oh my so, God. Uh, that's insane. Anyway, as I was saying, Jeff and Mark Bezos are going to be on the flight. This is the first crewed flight of this rocket ship. Prior to this, it will not have sent people up into space. Why do they think this is a good idea? I, you know what? Sometimes if you're a billionaire, I guess you just want to risk it all. Because you've lost the ability to feel like a normal human being. That is really the only plausible explanation for this, because that is a madman's endeavor, and that makes a lot of sense for Jeff Bezos, a uh, uh, noted piss drinker, might I add. Um, I, you know I have to edit that out. Duh! But it's funny! It's because no, of the joke. It's, it's libelous. Uh, well, it's because... It, okay, well, it's because of the joke that... Be, it was on TikTok, where the... It's because everyone had to. It was because they had to pee in bottles, and then there was the joke that Jeff had other purposes for it. So. Oh, okay. So you're no. So you're referencing a joke. Yes. Okay, so we'll leave that in because this was only a reference. We were not saying that Jeff Bezos actually drinks urine. Uh, we were merely saying that thousands upon thousands of TikTok content creators say that Jeff Bezos drinks urine, and all I have to add to this is. Well, where there's smoke. <laughs> to be fair, it was one TikTok creator, but 200,000 people agreed. So, you know. Yeah, at the end of the day. There the, may numbers, be something... the numbers don't lie. Am I right, ladies? Come on. The numbers don't lie. Mm -mm. So we wish Jeff and Mark Bezos a 
Memorable flight into outer space. Memorable is a good word for it. Moving on. If you sell a house these days, there's a very good chance the buyer is a pension fund. Is a what? A pension fund. Talk to me about Investors. Wall Street investors, specifically from a company called BlackRock, are buying up houses, offering 20 to 50% more than their list price to shove people out of the market and buy them up to themselves, which BlackRock is then turning around and using as rental properties so that they can then have people invest in those rental properties as though it were an actual, like, fund. It's just landlord corporation. Uh-huh. And the return on investment would be people paying their rent. Oh, my God. That's appalling. And then driving the rent up and killing them. So I would also like to make a note of the fact that BlackRock sounds like it sounds like a a, a fictional evil corporation from a superhero movie. Totally. This is legitimately something out of like a fucking comic book. And you're supposed to like burn it down. In World of Warcraft, the BlackRock clan of orcs are the bad guys you've got to fight at one point. That's in Warcraft 2, if I remember correctly. They had to have known that. If you Google BlackRock before this, you'd only see World of Warcraft. What's their fucking problem? They got a thing. With, they, they got a problem with the BlackRock works? Damn, they're taking their name. Yeah, actually, Warcraft should sue them. In my humble opinion, I just think that the orcs should unionize and sue. I think they definitely should. But um, apparently, they're swooping into communities and buying up all the houses at well above their list price, which drives up the prices on all the other houses in the area that are also for sale. So what they're doing is they're forcing people out of the market, buying up all the houses so that they can then force people to rent the houses from them. So they're forcing out like homeowners to replace them with home renters and then just keep driving up the price forever and ever, endless growth, and then all the people die. Yes. Super pog, massive pog champ move on their part. It sounds really depressing. Yeah. But there is one good and brilliant thing about this. Okay, hit me. That is, I'm not joking, unequivocally good. Okay. If there's only one landlord, it's a lot easier to organize a rent strike against that landlord because everybody's pissed off at the same person or the same faceless corporate entity in this case who would love to present themselves as a single person as they do on social media fascinating no you're absolutely right it it would be way easier to Uh to organize people because we're all experiencing the same thing so they're all pissed at the same system so this is part of and i'm I don't want to end up getting into the comments because I may summon the wrong crowd by saying this, Mm. but there's this idea of something called the Great Reset, Mm. which rich people talk about at their secret Davos. Well, it's not secret. It's actually well-documented. Just the poor aren't really let in all the time. They're meeting in in Davos, Switzerland, that they have every year where they talk about shit and how they're basically going to rule the world. Um, I didn't know that, and that is deeply upsetting. You can actually read actual news articles of like reporters that have been there and the talks that they give at it. And there's interviews of people that have talked at Davos and all that and what they've talked about. Davos. It's covered every year. D-A-V- but anyway. D-A-V-O-S? Yeah. D-A-V-O-S. Okay. I'm going to look that up but after. That's upsetting. They talk about something called the Great Reset, which is where a, a catastrophe will happen that will shock the markets enough that rich <coughs> people can then buy up what's left. Fucking A. 
and basically funnel all of the money and resources up towards themselves. Now, as they do this, that's what's called a heightening contradiction of the system because mm-hmm. the system will no longer be able to function because nobody on the bottom is going to have anything to buy anything and keep the economy going. Yeah. So eventually the economy is going to break because the people at the bottom make it break mm-hmm. or it's going to break because the people at the top have taken everything so that it can no longer function or exist. Do they not realize how that's going to go? Like the fall of capitalism is inevitable. Mm. It's but, a self-destroying machine. Like, it's literally just a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, endless yeah. growth is going to mean eventual plummet. Like, endless growth is not feasible. It's absolutely impossible. That's not how shit works, period. Yep. So, on the bright side, we know capitalism's going to fall eventually. The problem is we know, we don't know whether or not it's going to be um, gentle or kind to the rest of us at the bottom. It never is. Well, that's why we have to kind of work towards making it be more gentle and kind, which mm. I like to do, or I like to encourage people to do through um, mutual aid. I'm a big fan of mm. helping out people, make uh, working, uh, doing work with food banks, that kind of thing. Mm. Like this is kind of stuff that we can all volunteer for and do to help support our community because as these contradictions worsen, things are going to get rougher and uh, people got to eat. Yeah, you know? that's true. So, yeah, but on the bright side, easier to organize a wrench strike against these bastards Moving on to the next thing, uh, scientists have basically guaranteed that there's life on the moon. That's sexy. That's fun. Hot moon aliens? Can I rate them on monster fuckers? Yes. Ho 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 Time to look up the because moon Because the animals on the moon are water bears. <gasps> Talk to me. What, the, what do you mean by that? Oh, you gotta look up water bears. Okay, water bears, moon, images. Oh, I do not want to fuck that even a little. <laughs> you know, it looks kind of like a little bug. These are, what, microscopic? Oh, very microscopic. They can also survive in the vacuum of space. That is impressive. They are quite resilient, huh? They can survive in temperatures well beyond what we can. Cold, well beyond, almost to absolute zero, they wow. can survive. There's actually a good chance they did not evolve on Earth, but were in fact drifted here on a meteorite or something because of how well they can survive. Wow. Okay, so they're called tardigrades, but colloquially called water water bears. Fascinating. Yep. They, uh, for listeners who haven't gotten to Google them yet, they do look kind of like bears, but imagine the body of a centipede in the way that it's very ridged and weird also looks very fleshy, and they have eight legs instead of four. And the front of the face looks kind of like it has a pig snout, but it also looks kind of like a, a – it looks like the dial of a rotary telephone. It has a butthole face. That does look like a butthole with two circles next to it that look like they could be eyes but definitely are not. Interesting. These are Those gross. Are so I take it you wouldn't fuck them? No, I wouldn't fuck them even a little bit. Um, this would probably rate at... Um, unfortunately, this would rate at a one, which is I would kill you if, if you even tried to come on to me. Downside there is that then there wouldn't be life on the moon because I had killed it because they wanted to fuck me. So luckily for the rest of you, I will not kill them, but just know that I would. I don't think you could. That's the thing. Oh, they're far too they resilient the, for me. I forgot about that aspect. They are that indestructible. Shit, like, I hate these You things. could try, but eventually they'll win the fight, even if they just outlast you. That's deeply threatening. That's deeply threatening. The tardigrades will outlive me, and I really can't bear that information. I wish you never told me about these horrible things. 
of like some horrible eldritch monster, except really, really, really tiny. Oh my god, it's like an Animorphs. Oh my god. I've it, never read Animorphs. So you didn't read no Animorphs? That was more no. your era than mine, so that's surprising to me. Well, no, that was the early aughts and they were kids' books. Well, well it's li- actually started in the mid to late 90s, but I, I didn't get into them. Yeah. Because they were kids' books, and by that time I'd moved on to the second floor of the library, and ah. I was already reading things like A History of Lycanthropy in Europe. Oh, a big kid. Yeah. No, um, I was still reading Animorphs uh, in the kids' library, um, and I really liked that they had a little flip book in the corner where you could see the transformation. But the villains in Animorphs are they, like these tiny little microscopic evil bugs that basically, I, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, crawl into your ears and control your body or whatever. Deeply upsetting and horrifying. And I remember there was a line about how like you could walk along the sidewalk and kill a thousand of them and there will still be a billion more an hour later. Like it was horrifying. So I was like really afraid of those things because I was like, I would never know. And I am now imagining tardigrades as being those and I've I've caused a it's problem for myself what mentally. They modeled them after. Do what? They probably modeled them after tardigrades. We've known about these things for decades. Oh, we just didn't know they were from the moon? No, they're on the moon right now because uh, we kind of crashed a satellite into the moon. Okay. An Israeli spacecraft crash landed on the moon, and there's a good chance that the uh, tardigrades that they'd had on there to test how resilient they were as they orbited the moon, they were supposed to come back so we could test the tardigrades. They're pretty sure the tardigrades are still alive and just on the moon. Okay, so the idea is that we discovered life that we put on the moon, but the idea is that they survived and that's why it's highly probable. Yeah. Okay. So there's life on the moon right now, but we put it there. Okay. So the reason or there's it's definitely probable... life on the moon. Okay. And we so put it there. The reason it's probable that there was once life on the moon was because these things can survive there. Yeah, they can survive anywhere, but we're definitely sure that there's life on the moon now because we kind of accidentally put it there. Okay, so that frames it a little bit differently because we were like, we discovered life on the moon, but it's like, well, we know where it came from is the thing. I I did take some license with that headline to make it, to juicy it up a little bit. Classic journalist. Can't believe this unreliable journalism. I'm the one that did it. Of course I'm unreliable. Like when I learned about yellow journalism in eighth grade, and I was like, those goddamn scumbags. That's you now. That's you. <laughs> I mean, except I'm not caping for like some big, you know, corporation or whatever, like yellow journalism tended to do. I'll give you that. You're just caping for the tardigrades. Hell yeah. Look at them. They're so cute. No. With their little butthole faces. Why would you say that? I'm not going to budge on my stance on this. <laughs> <laughs> They're so nasty looking. Oh, goodness. Oh, speaking of nasty. So I walked into the uh, the living room, mm. and Andrea had hung up some new wall art, mm. and she decided to put up some word art. Okay. Which, um, I don't know if the listeners know this, my stance on word art is I absolutely hate it. Really? And I don't want it anywhere. But this particular wall art, I have to actually kind of approve of, because it's one of those like signs where you can change the lettering and what it says. And what she had put up there was, it's butt-chugging day. God, that's so funny. <laughs> and here's why she put it. Because um, the way she waters her plants is you've got that little thing, the base that the plants sit in. She puts the water in there and then they suck it up through the bottom. So the plants are just butt chugging all day. Your wife is so powerful. Does she know? Does she I think know? she does. 
Oh my God, that's stellar. You know, butt chugging, you know what butt chugging sounds like. It sounds like you're at a party. That's delightful. Butt chugging sounds like butt chugging. Everybody knows about butt chugging. It, it sounds like the inverse of what we were saying about all the horny has to go somewhere, so it goes out your butt. But this sounds like you're you're chugging the horny in through the butt. It's the inverse of what we were talking about our first week. I mean, you don't have to chug just horny through your butt. There's many things you can chug. Beer, liquor. Okay, I know that that's a thing because it it's a thing. I am not even close to understanding how that works, where it goes, or why it works, and I'm too afraid to ask or try. I Where does it go? Because you can absorb stuff through your lower intestine. It can still absorb things. So it just goes in and doesn't come out? Oh, it comes out. <laughs> do you have experience? No, I do not. But I have heard plenty of stories. Okay. Christ, God, that's so distressing. I feel like it's not worth it, and at that point, it was just an excuse to show your whole anus at a frat party, and then it's like, what's your real motive, you know? <laughs> well, the idea is you can get drunker faster because it absorbs it faster or some shit. Given the inherent homoerotica in all supposedly straight men, straight male-designated spaces, I think it would make sense for that to be uh, the, the excuse is used like, yeah, we're going to get drunker faster. We're going to go fucking crazy. Okay, bro. Oh, it's a kink thing. It's a total kink thing. Oh, absolutely. God bless them. I hope the straight men continue to have a good time with their alcohol and their suppressed homoerotic needs or whatever. <laughs> oh, goodness. How did we get on this topic? I do not remember. Oh, yeah, butt chugging day. So the plants. The plants. Andrea, basically, uh, what she's been doing, my wife, uh, is. My um, wife. Every now and then she'll go out and she'll buy a plant. By every now and then, I mean every time she goes out, she somehow comes back with a house plant. And the thing is, I don't actually mind. Uh, that seems to be I standard like, practice. I like house plants. Yeah, yeah, I like house plants. And also, uh, you know, it oxygenates the room. And I feel like with, you know, the climate change information we have about the how many, I think we're up to 440 parts per million of carbon dioxide at this point. Uh, something crazy like that. So... I am all for living in a very oxygenated space. Yeah. So the more house plants, the merrier. Oh, absolutely. Although I am kind of sad, our Venus flytraps are dying. And what? Our Venus flytraps—they're dying. Oh, I was about to say that's great if she's actually able to keep them alive because I've never had any luck. But maybe not so much for the Venus flytraps. Oh, what? the rest of them she's keeping alive, great. But them—they're dying. And I just force-fed them a uh, bug today. I, I caught one and I stuck the bug in there with tweezers. That's very. And then it was like meow. Got the bug. So I'm hoping... Good for her. <laughs> I'm hoping that helps revive the plant a bit, but, yeah. like, I don't have high hope. How do you actually go about feeding them? Like, do you have to... I'm assuming you don't have to feed them bugs. Do you just water them and they maintain their lives, or do they actually have to eat insects? I assumed you just water them, but apparently... Uh, I haven't looked this up, but it's dying, and I know it hasn't eaten anything... Okay. And that's what they're famous for doing, so I would assume. Okay, maybe we should have looked that up first, but well, I guess we'll know. Um, oh, if you had to like buy crickets and stuff to feed it, it'd be like having an extra pet. It's an extra mouth to feed. Yeah, uh, an extra bastard. like six mouths, but yeah. That's a lot of mouths on a boy. <laughs> it is a lot of hungry mouths to feed if uh, that's what we have to end up doing. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I caught a flying ant in the house, which was terrifying. Oh, that's We've horrible. We've got to call... Yeah, we've got to call the Orkin Man or something. Or, mm. I'm sorry. We've got to call the nondescript uh, exterminator of some type <laughs> to take care of the 
ants around the yard because they are just out of hand and I'm finding flying ones in the house and that, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. That is the second one I've killed. Oh. Yeah, actually, the more I think about this, the more I'm like, shit, I should have called them today. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but I did not think about it and now I'm kicking myself. Yeah. Is what it is. So, yeah, we've done uh, all of our usual segments. I mentioned something right before we got on the call. You said, say it for the podcast. Oh, character customization. Oh, and also the word lover. Oh, yes, absolutely. So I would actually love to see why you have beef with the word lover, because I was not aware of the fact that it's apparently on its way out. I think it's a lovely word when used in a good context. I will occasionally refer to I... Shiloh as my lover because I feel like it's very delicate. I feel like it's a tender term, although I can see it coming across as like nasty and weird, depending on the person and the context using it. Well, here's the thing. I don't have a problem with the term either. Okay. I'm fine with it. However, there is a growing number of people on Twitter, and of course on Twitter, of course, that I'm don't sure. like the word lover and find it kind of just icky. So I was thinking we could try to come up with a version of, of a term uh, for that means lover that doesn't okay. sound icky. Uh, just, you know, right off the bat, one that I thought of earlier, uh, diddle buddy. Excuse me? One more time? Diddle buddy. Yeah, you know, I thought that's what you said. And I just wanted to double check and I wish you hadn't said it, so... Well, I don't like the segment so much anymore. I really should have figured that you pop out with something grimy like that. I really should have figured that was coming up. Um, I really don't want to follow that up. I have, I, I don't, well. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have anything? <laughs> I thought Diddle Buddy would be a great launching off point. That's horrifying. Listen, I feel like a, a bonus of the word lover Although, well, okay, I was going to say I feel like a bonus of the word lover is that it probably initially was not intended to just mean someone you do nasty sex stuff with. Because it sounds like this you is Puritan. someone... Hmm? You Puritan. <laughs> I know, it's quite rich coming from me given my brand of overt horniness. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. You've but built I... your brand on fucking monsters, so I, I mean... Know. And then just kind of fucking in general, just a lot of, a lot of horny heavy lifting going around the air. Um, But I feel like lover wasn't initially, and listen, I've done no research. I have no idea this is the etymology. And I feel like it was just a a tender like term of endearment for somebody who you do share like a deep emotional loving bond with whatever. And I am wondering at what point that became just uh, someone I fucking someone i'm fucking so that does make me wonder i mean so what i want to think because you seem to go in it uh just right off the bat with <laughs> this is somebody i'm fucking as the original meaning and intent of the word well here's the thing that is the meaning that the people on twitter are going with okay that makes me upset because apparently so uh Originally, it meant one who is enamored, person in love. And so, actually, I could probably go on a whole spiel about how the terms surrounding love have become so reduced by our modern language, whatever. How the Greeks had, like, what, three or four different words for love, for different types of love. So there was, like, familial love, the closest type of family love, godly love, and, like, sexual love, whatever. But now in our hedonistic modern society, we've reduced it all. To just sex and the pleasure you can get from another person. 
But well, again, language is a thing that changes and evolves over time. So, of course, it's no longer going to have its older, more archaic meaning. People are going to think of it in terms of bonin. So, sure. So your idea is just come up entry, with a, a better term for fuck buddy. Exactly. We already ha- see. You just took fuck buddy and made it worse. I feel like I softened it a bit. I feel like I made it family appropriate. You know, this is mommy's diddle buddy. That's horrifying. Everyone will know what they're saying. Listen, I feel like with fuck buddy, at least it's honest. It's it's like we're getting so down is and diddle dirty. Buddy. It's like we're getting down and dirty. And you know what? It's none of your goddamn business. Diddle buddy sounds so <laughs> nasty and perverted, and it's like blah, 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 like you know what we're doing. <laughs> that sound effect, I feel like, accompanies the word. But you know what it's doing if it's fuck buddy. So somehow, diddle buddy feels more explicit, and I don't know how to articulate it. Although I'm doing my goddamn best to. I, j- I so I, I suppose I should ask what what you regard the difference between like fuck buddy and lover if they're both equally nasty in the eyes of i don't know god and the public on twitter i'm not the one who decided on the meaning of the word they're the one that decided that lover means two people who are begging well now so I, and what, the thing is they didn't twitter? like the term lover because they thought it sounded icky because you know they're like oh this is my lover and it's like creepy like that couple that's always making out okay so it sounds too pretentious and too much like people that get into like a lot of like basically fucking while waiting in line at the theme park. Interesting. Okay, so it's attached to a very specific type of person who is generally considered distasteful. That is interesting. So it's so that you gotta point. rebrand. You gotta okay. rebrand for away from lover. So we need a different word for people who are overly affectionate in public to the point of yucking other people out. No, no, no! It's lover now. They've got it. It's dead. <laughs> we just need. Different we gotta word come for up with another term us. for somebody you fuck. Fuck, buddy. It's just fuck, buddy. I... <laughs> fuck, buddy. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, if you wanted something more discreet, you would just say uh, uh, someone I'm seeing. And that leaves it very much up to interpretation. But at that point, it just kind of hints that you haven't put a label on it. And people generally assume you fucked at least once. Oh, yeah. If you say it, I'm someone I'm seeing... People know the unspoken because it's such a it's a trope at this point. Oh yeah. Of you say, oh, it's someone I'm seeing, and like, oh, they're being coy. They've definitely seen each other's genitalia and figured out how they fit together. Yes, yes, absolutely. I feel like that is the most discreet way to go about it because it hasn't had a particular taboo attached to it yet. That's interesting. I feel like partner that has really evolved to mean like just someone you're dating or really just someone you're in a relationship with just as like a gender neutral word for boyfriend and girlfriend which honestly i do prefer since boyfriend and girlfriend do kind of lean towards infantilizing which feels a little weird oh goodness that is the tumbler and you coming out oh shut up listen boyfriend and girlfriend sounds like something a teenager would have okay that's fair it that doesn't fair, sound but... like you're you're looking ahead to get married, you know? And to well, be yeah. fair, to be fair, I people should also clarify, 20s. a lot of people who are dating aren't looking ahead to get married, so I shouldn't necessarily put that label on them either, but... Mm. Yeah, it's, it's perfectly fine for people that want to use the term boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. But in this specific case, it's referring to somebody that you are not in a relationship with that extends anything beyond just fucking, so... Friends with benefits? 
All yeah, I can there's think that of, one. That's what I'm thinking. Like all I can think of is just synonyms for it because we do have words for it. It's just that this specific one with this very specific connotation has taken on an icky meaning. That's interesting. I really want to see exactly what people are saying, but I looked up the term lover on Twitter and all I'm getting is a lot of lyrics. So I really want to see. Do you have examples? Do you have example tweets? <laughs> I, I don't actually see. have example tweets on me at this moment. No. And I Boo. do not feel like looking them up. Boo. I'm sorry. Oh, well, now I they're talking that about... far prepared in advance. Now they're talking about Taylor Swift. I forgot that she did something titled Lover. Well... Taylor Swift has ruined so many topics by doing something loosely attached to them. Oh my god, please don't say that. They will find you, and I do not want our Twitter, which is run by me, to end up getting tweets about Taylor Swift. Please, please god, I'm begging, please. Look, I just want to say Taylor Swift, very talented person, mm. has a nasty habit of writing a song about a subject so that when you try to search for that subject in the future, all you get is Taylor Swift. To be fair, this she's This is not a judgment music. call on her music. This mm. is a statement of fact in things that happen. That is true. Although I would also argue that that can be true for any music. And she's also been doing this for over a decade. I remember she's playing big, her though. first album when I was in second grade. And so, and she's done it on such a wide variety, I say wide variety of topics, but like sometimes it's on sort of general stuff like love and heartbreak and growing up and revenge. And she's had all these different phases because she's been doing it for so long. Yeah, it's going to be hard to not find a Taylor Swift song about it at this point. You're honestly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because she's so big, she often, because of the way the search engines are built, she pops up to the top of the SEO. Yeah, that is true. That's true, because she already has sort of uh, built-in interests. So they'll, they'll just assume that you want to find Taylor Swift's yep. album red and not the color. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And honestly, she's not the first artist to do that. I mean, back in the day when Lady Gaga was much more prolific and bigger, um, you could not look up the term ra 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 without her automatically popping up. It was no, a I, real hassle. I hear you. I hear you. Honestly, it's something I'm looking up on the daily at this point, and really, it's just impossible to sift through all the goddamn AZ lyrics pages. Like, at what point does it stop? You know what I mean? You got to put a fucking cap on it. Um, exactly. Can't find the real ra 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 I want at this point, and it's a pain in the ass. But I, I, I would like to dispute the idea that Lady Gaga is not still prolific because. With the audience we are catering to, especially the, the, the LGBTs, um, they would argue okay, that, that she's fair. still alive and well. Which, to be fair, she is obviously alive and well. And, God, I love her so well, much. Well, yeah, she is. Um, but, like, I haven't – I personally haven't seen much of her work lately. Okay. And granted, I'm not as hooked into music as I used to be. Mm. I still would expect it to, like – if she was still at the heights that she had been in, let's say – the late aughts mm. it would be hard for me to ignore what she was doing I whereas see. now i would have to actually seek it out that's interesting i see what you're saying i mean what was her latest album oh chromatica oh my god micah chromatica that was so recent how recent was it so recent what was that this year last year hold on to the point where they had the chromatica oreos out as recently as this year hold on i'm pretty sure that was this year yeah. March 29. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't. It was 2020. Okay. Well, there's okay. a lot going on in March 2020. Well, a lot was happening then. Honestly, I'm glad she released it then since, um, watch me have the date totally wrong and I'm going to get crucified. 
I'm so scared to have this wrong. She's she's iconic though. She's so good. She does do good work and all that. It's just oh, you know I May 29, twenty twenty, if that helps. <laughs> um, May but, 29, 20, again, there's a lot going on with the plague that year, and I was a little bit distracted. But what I was saying was, even while distracted, and like, let's say the late aughts, as I was with, at the time, uh, homeless and divorce, I was still very aware of her. Mm. And I'm just saying, she has lost some of the heights that she previously had. That's not me. Again, it's not a judgment call. I'm just stating something from my own personal uh, perspective. I will also note that when that happened, you were, I mean, obviously younger. I won't say you were my age exactly, but you were sort of in the lower end of it. You were in like your 20s, correct? I was uh, about 25, 26. Gotcha. Then in that case, it seems like her music is always hitting with the 20s crowd because my crowd alive and kicking with Lady Gaga. That is so interesting oh. that even like a decade later, she is still, her music is still hitting us. I don't know who else is hitting, but apparently not, apparently not y'all, but she's just stayed very consistent. That is crazy. I'm just saying I haven't seen her, whereas before she was unavoidable. I'm I not know. saying that she's not hitting with Mike. I'm, look, we're admitting, I'm admitting right now, I'm a bad queer. I don't go out and listen to the Lady Gaga. I apologize. And that's okay. I, I still like Madonna. That's that's fair. Oh God, there was one. The whole Lucky I Star. That is my jam. Do what? Lucky Star. That is my jam. I play a bit of it, but we get taken down for copyright strike, so I'm not going to. I I was just thinking about how I really want to show you. Uh, I can't remember what the specific songs on the Chromatica album were because I never, I I didn't bother to listen to it all the way through, but the songs were so popular that I kept hearing them elsewhere, especially in the very homosexual coffee shop that I frequent. All of the bartenders, I say all. Uh, all, the ba- uh, all the bartenders uh, are homosexual. You hang out in more LGBTQ plus scenes than I do. Correct. So Ooh. it might just be you were more aware of Lady Gaga because in general, queer people are more aware of what is going on with Lady Gaga. Except for me, as we've established, I am a crone and a very bad queer. So, Oh my God. Is she bi? I don't think so, but I know she loves the queers, which is great. Um, so she's regarded as a queer icon, whether she is or not, as I'm pretty certain Madonna was, even whether she Oh, was, yes. Yeah. Okay. I figured. Madonna was uh, very much a queer icon, which- Which you'd think I would be aware of, but that was a little bit before my time. So, a tiny bit. That's the end of the show. Uh, Stevie, where can people find you? You can find me over on TikTok under the username stevie.b or on twitch.tv forward slash stevie underscore b. Uh, I'm quite funny on both those platforms, or at least that's what people tell me, so I highly recommend you go check it out. Uh, This podcast actually also has a Twitter account, gender underscore swap underscore pod, which yours truly runs. I am less funny on there, but I try. And we also have a website, uh, stevie.com slash gender swap, and that is also my website where you can find, I don't know, everything about me. Also, we have a Patreon. Oh, we do have a Patreon and subscribers. Very alarming. Which is fantastic. I am very happy that we have people already supporting. Um, That in no way puts more pressure on me to uh, (laughs) make sure the product is the absolute best that it could be. If you'd like to hear other things that I've created, you can check out my music at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com. You can also find me on Twitter at mxmaxwellmusic. Uh... Yeah, go message me there about your opinions on things. 
I may or may not respond. Character customizers. You know, we talked about an awful lot. We covered a lot of ground this episode. So there's really, you can tweet us about any number of topics that you uh, hated, I suppose, or disagreed with us on, or maybe just tell us you love us because that'll really keep us going at this stage in the game. I say this as if we've been doing it for years and are jaded. Um, I would like to add that we are Third incredibly episode. grateful for all the listens we've gotten on the first couple episodes. I think you said we hit 200 on the first episode, which is absolutely batshit that we've had this much support early on. So we are incredibly grateful to all of you for supporting us and listening uh, to our silly little podcast. Rate us on iTunes. Oh, uh, yes. I forgot Because that will help that. us. Also, because the only rating that's on there is actually for my old podcast, the Mr. Maxwell and Phineas show. Oh, and uh, the person is talking about how they really love the Crow character. And I don't know if you noticed, we don't have a Crow on this show. So if you could do me a solid and... Uh, Maybe rate us on iTunes and don't mention Phineas the Poorly Animated Crow because he's not on this particular program. They're help going us cover, to now that you've mentioned it. Help us... Oh, don't do that. Help <laughs> us cover up the... Uh, help us cover up that little uh, bit of a flub that's still there. I would greatly appreciate it. No, that'd be really sexy. Although I can... I'll, I'll, make up a, I'll make up a crow character. Problem is, he's going to be really annoying. In my brain, he sounds like Oliver Twist and you certainly do not want that. So please, for Micah's sake... Please, please go rate our goddamn podcast so I don't have to bust out my latest character concept, which is Phineas the Crow with a really bad British accent, but no one's going to tell him, you know? Anyway. Anyway, yeah, so I guess, uh, I guess that covers everything. Bye. Bye.